Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Good morning, good morning, hallelujah. Welcome to Grace for This City podcast. I'm Bob Costello. I am sitting in for Pastor Justin, and uh, I'm excited about today's broadcast. Uh, We have a guest. I have a guest. I guess you do too, since you're watching, but I have a guest with me, and he is a member of our church here at Grace City Church. This is Terry Lee. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. I'm glad to have you here this morning. It's good to be here. I know it, it was a shock several weeks ago when I come up to you and said, hey, would you be willing to do the broadcast with me on the 22nd because pastor would be out of town? And and you said, I'll pray about it. <laughs> That's a good thing I did. Yes, yes. We, we always want to go to the Father before we do something. That's, that's how mistakes get made. And uh, by George, we don't want to be making mistakes no, today. No, we don't. And uh, uh, Pastor Justin and Pastor Marinda are out of town uh, this weekend. They are holding meetings up in um, Eagle Ranch in Collins, Missouri. And so we are sitting in and doing the broadcast this morning. I hope you enjoy it. We have a good program going. And, you know, I just want to tell you that we're here to help you turn your city upside down. And how are we going to do that? We're going to do it with biblical strategy and motivation so that you can get out there and get some stuff done for your king, King Jesus, that is. And uh, I've got that written down here. That is Pastor Justin's line. And so I'm going to submit it out there for your approval. We do want to see you turn your city upside down. We want to turn every city in this region upside down for Jesus Christ. And you know what's going to happen then? It's going to be just like a virus. It's going to spread. It's going to spread across this country. It's going to spread across the world. We have good things for you because it's not from us. It's from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, today, um, I, I, again, I want to introduce our guest, Terry Lee. And Terry, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you've done. Well, we're originally uh, from South Florida, and uh, we've been, most of us have been in ministry, or either both of us have, for quite a few years, even since we were young teens. And it just kept coming up, and I've you know been a pastor, associate pastor, done Sunday school, done uh, camp meetings um, so it's been pretty much everything and then we went to Rama in 1981 graduated from there and we went to uh, be associate pastors with some friends up in Ohio then we moved back to Florida and then we moved back to Tennessee and then we moved here oh praise God now now Terry says we and he is uh, talking about his wife and uh, so we are glad she is sitting here in the studio with us today. So every once in a while, you'll see Terry look over there, and he's he's taking a look at his wife. So, you know, may not be looking at the camera at the time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, one of the things that, one of the reasons I invited Terry to be on the program this morning is because several weeks back, and it's probably been more than a month now, 
uh, Terry taught on a Wednesday night service, and he talked about um, the flow from heaven. And it really touched my heart. There was a lot of things that he mentioned, different scriptures that he used that I had been studying for to prepare for a healing school. And I had already incorporated those things into my study and what I taught on. And so I had asked him if he would do this. And I just, as we begin, um, we're calling this program, we're calling it the, the flow from heaven, okay? There is a flow that comes from heaven. All of us are affected by it. In fact, you don't even have to be Christian to be affected by that flow. That flow has been here from day one and actually even before. And I want to read something from David Wilkerson. And he wrote this, uh, well, I don't know when he wrote it, but he lived from 1931 to 2011. And he wrote, what does God look like? We know he is spirit and that he is invisible to us. In fact, the word says no one has seen God at any time. That's John 1, 18. Part of Jesus' mission on earth was to reveal the Heavenly Father to us. When Christ was about to return to heaven, he told his disciples that they knew where he was going and they knew the way. However, Thomas encountered him and said, Lord, we do not know where you are going and how can we know the way? In other words, if you leave us, how will we ever get to the Father? You told us yourself that you're the only way to him. Jesus explained, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip became befuddled by this, and he must have thought, what does Jesus mean? We've seen the father. How can we see a spirit? And how can Jesus be God? So then he got into the conversation too. Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus was patient because he sensed Philip's he, um, excuse me, he sensed Philip's sincerity. Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus then turned and addressed all the disciples. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? And after this, he gave them a glorious promise. At that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. This was an amazing conversation. Christ was telling his followers, followers look at me. Don't you see that I am, in, I am God, clothed in human flesh? I am the very essence of my Father and all that he is, in nature substance and character is in me i've come to earth to show you the human face of god i realize you can't comprehend all this now but when i'm raised from the dead i'll manifest the father to you for he and i are one we know that christ's entire ministry was a manifestation of who the father is even today he seeks to reconcile you to himself and rule over you in love. As you accept his love and love him in return, 
you will discern the face of the Father. We have a flow from heaven, and it comes from the Father who sits on the throne. Terry, I'm going to turn it over to you. Let's hear about the flow from heaven. Let's hear where all this began. Okay. And uh, speaking about the flow, uh, we do have to look at where all where it all started and where it all began. I didn't go in that much detail before when I administered on that, but as I got ready to for this for this time here, and I began to look in the Word, it just something opened up to me from the Spirit. So that's where that's flowing is where that's you know this where the flow or that flow. If the flow comes from heaven, and everything we have. And everything we are and everything we do all comes from heaven in the spirit to us. So we're going to begin in the beginning. In uh, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Now, before we get in much detail here, the first thing that we need to know and to do is to have an understanding that there are two realms that are involved here the spirit, and the natural. They are two totally different realms, one from another. Now, when you talk about realms, what are we talking about? Actually, you're talking about a definition would be a domain. So you're talking about dom a domain that is ruled by something. So the, the realms that we're talking about, the spirit realm and the natural realm, are domains that have a ruler over them. And, of course, in the spirit realm, we know that God has always been the one who was in charge there and ruled that. So they, these two dom this domains, the natural and the spiritual, though they came together at one time, they are totally different one from another. And we need to, as Christians, we need to learn the workings of both of them. We need to learn the workings of the natural so we can do natural things. But there's more, more important is us learning the workings of the spirit realm that we have we're a part of that we came out of because we were created by God to be in both realms. Mm. The angels, they yeah. were created to be in one realm. Even Jesus was, came, came out of the father. He was in one realm, but when we were created, we were created to be in two realms, the spirit realm and the natural realm. So that's who we are because our bodies were made from the natural realm, the natural uh, forces of the earth and our spirit came from God, our father. So the spirit realm has always been. Now, that's a difficult concept when we start talking about things because when we talk about things that have always existed and in places where there is no time, then we kind of lose it because our minds are not set up for that. Our minds are, want, you know, we want to know where it happened, what time, how much long it took, and, you know, where it is now. But the, but the realms of the spirit has always been and it always will be. And it, everything that we read about here in the beginning. It says, in the beginning, everything that happened in the beginning there came from the spirit realm. So that's important. The spirit realm has always been, the natural realm was created by the spirit realm. And when we read there in uh, Genesis 1.1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. When he says he created the heaven and the earth, at that creation day, that's when the natural realm began but it came out of the spirit realm. So we need to know how all this works in order to understand some things about it. Um, we 
get too natural-minded at sometimes because we're trying to base things in the spirit by what the natural is doing and what the natural is showing us. So what we have to do is we have to learn what to do in the natural and what to do in the spirit. We have to learn where the separation is for us because we can't be natural-minded and walk in spiritual things. And if you're going to be spiritual-minded, you're going to have authority over a lot of those natural things. And so that's where we really need to be. Uh, The natural realm exists because of the spirit realm. The natural realm would not be had not it come out of the spirit realm. So we look at the creation, we're looking at everything that comes out of the spirit was either in the spirit or it became part of the natural realm. Now, this is, I say this is difficult for us to compare the two because the spirit realm is not based on time. We are so used with time and so used with making arrangements, but the spirit realm, there is no time. Time has, has a big thing with us, and we have just seen now manifest to some degree, especially in the elections that have just passed, you know, that we've talked about. I'm sure everybody knows about what's going on with the elections and what hasn't gone on. When uh, the election took place and, and our president didn't win re-election according to the Electoral College, um, there was a lot of, you know, disappointment. Well, so the church started praying and believing God that he would be somehow fine. When we found out well, there was a lot of improprieties in, going on here, that that would change. So we waited, you know, till, till everything was counted, and they still know it's still president has won. This, the other president, supposedly, had won. And so we didn't, well, you know, we didn't stop there. We say, well, we'll just keep praying. We'll keep praying. We'll say, well, it's going to the Supreme Court, so we'll believe something to happen in the Supreme Court. Well, when they even turned it down, they didn't want to touch it. Well, then a lot of other people got discouraged about it. And then came the inauguration date. And well, surely something's going to happen before this day that this will not take place. But what happened? He was inaugurated, the person who was not elected. And so it was at that point, I think, that a lot of believers stopped seeking after really the truth about all of this. They, they just quit and gave up. But this is what happens when we are, we are walking in natural time and not walking in the spirit. Because God is not bound by natural time. If God says he's going to do something, he will do it. That's good. That's... He will accomplish it. It is not necessarily going to be in the time that we have put out for it to be. So God did not quit in doing what he did. If anybody quit, it was the body of Christ stopped praying and stopped believing and started getting you know, upset about everything and, and, and weary and, and didn't know what to do. But all this time, God was still moving on his plan. Yeah, we got to make sure that we stay in both realms all right. the time. All the time. And so God was doing that on his time. He wasn't looking at our time. He wasn't looking at our schedule and the natural. He wasn't looking at anything that the men, that men were doing in this time. His plan was off in the future somewhere. It still is. It's getting closer, I believe. But he's going to, to bring all this to a conclusion. But it's on his timing, on his day, because he knows what has yet to be accomplished, what yet has to be done. And when that is, is met, 
then he's going to manifest that, and then we're going to see the real truth. So that's why we as believers, we have to learn to walk more in the spirit than we do in the natural. Even though we're both, our spirits are the preeminent, or they should be. Our spirit realm should be the, always be the preeminent in our life. We should be seeking God. We should be looking in the word of God. We sh should keep praying. We should be listening to what the spirit is saying. And all these things can come to us from God in heaven if we open up ourselves and allow to give it to us. But a lot of times we'll shut ourselves off and we'll get caught up in the flesh. And pretty soon we're, you know, we're doubting ourselves whether we were even born again, that God's ever going to do anything. But it's so important that we stay in the more, most important realm of the two that we live in, that's the spirit. Because we are spirits. We live in a natural body. And we are spirit beings, and that's where all our life comes from. That's where the Word of God comes from. That's where um, that we are supposed to live out of our spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So the natural realm, now the natural realm was, was made to be in time. That's why the natural realm, if you're going by the natural realm, you're going to be looking at time all the time because that's what it's set on. It's set on time. This natural rotation of the earth around the sun, that's what really set time. And so that's what the natural realm is based on. But in heaven, the flow of God and the things of God, they're not based on natural time. He's not bound by natural time. He's only bound by what his plan is. Well, you know, that uh, scripture out of James, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father from above. The That's right. And that is not in a physical realm. That is in the spiritual that realm. That is in the spirit realm. Right. Yeah. And that's what we need to be doing. Hallelujah. As we said, the natural realm was, was made to be in time because God knew what was going to happen according to what is the way I see it. When God knew, he knows everything from the beginning. Everything that was done has been, uh, that we've seen happen, was already, he already knew it from the beginning. Nothing caught him by surprise, nothing. And so if what is going to happen in the natural would be if we didn't have the life of God in this and, and God's resurrection power and his uh, salvation, this world would be headed to destruction and doom and death, and we wouldn't have anything going on. But see, God knew what was going on, so when he set up the earth, he set it up in a realm that had a beginning and an end. It wasn't an eternal thing. It wasn't an eternal setup like our spirit man is because the natural realm has beginnings and endings. And so because that is in play, he can now take this to the ending of the natural and still raise us all up and then bring everything back to the way it was, which is what he's going to do. Okay, and when, now when God's, so God, he, he does things and he has appointed times. When God's appointed time came in Genesis 1-1 took place, there were things that happened. And what happened was that this natural realm was created out of the spirit realm. And as when I was studying to do this, when I was studying to what we were going to uh, try to teach on this time, um, I was sitting down and just going over the scripture. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. And I kept going over. I couldn't get any further but that. And so that just kept going over and over and over in me. And 
after a few times of that happening for a while, I, I just it stopped and a question came up to me. And this was what the question was. What else was there in the beginning? And of course, I had to think about that for a while. What else was in the beginning? Well, he says, in the beginning, he created the heaven and the earth. And the question came up, what else was there in the beginning? And after a while of, of doing this and just, you know, listening to the Spirit and, and relying on him, an answer came to me. Now, when we talk about, and this is what came, it started with this. When we talk about the beginning, we are not talking about only one event. Because remember, this is where, this is where the difference between the spirit realm and the natural realm come in. In the beginning, that was spirit. After that point, when the, uh, when the creation was made, and then you had a natural realm. But everything up to the point before the natural was created was all in the spirit realm. There is no time in the spirit realm. And there is, really is just a time when it was, there are certain things begun, and we're going to look at those real quick if we have time. So in the beginning of the creation was the heaven and the earth, which was all the natural realm. That was a big part of the beginning, but it was not all of the beginning. And as I began to just dwell on this and just meditate on this, I could see that. Here you have this, what you call um, the beginning. It started here and it ended here, but this was the natural realm, but this was the spirit realm. And everything that happened between when the time when the natural realm was created and the beginning was all in the spirit realm. Everything took place in the spirit realm. And there was, there was a lot that was going on. In the beginning, the creation of heaven and the earth, which was all in the natural realm, was a big part of the beginning, but it was not all the beginning. Everything that happened before the, before the heaven and the earth was created was all in the spirit realm. Now, the manifestation of the heaven and the earth was a start of the natural realm. There was a lot of activity, though, going on in the spirit realm because everything else was in the spirit realm. So here we have, without before that was ever created, before the natural realm was ever created, it was there in the spirit. It had not yet manifested in the natural, but it, there would come a time when it would manifest out of the spirit into the natural realm. And that's when it became the natural realm. But up before that, everything that was being done in heaven was in the spirit. There wasn't any natural realm there. And there was a lot of activity beginning with the manifestation of the natural realm. In all of this, there was only one natural manifestation. And everything that was going on in the spirit realm that was going to take place was all in the spirit. The creation of the heaven and the earth was natural, and it was in the beginning, but it was not all the beginning. What was done in the beginning in the spirit realm was done for all men for all time. And there was a lot more of it than only the creation of the heaven and the earth. So basically what you're, what you're saying is, is what we find in Ephesians chapter one, where he says, according as he has chosen us in him 
before the foundation of the world. In the spirit realm, we had already existed. We already did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there's some scriptures here that I got. I don't know how much time we have left. Oh, we got time. Okay. (laughs) As we said, there was a lot of things going on in the spirit realm in heaven. Some of them would remain hidden from the world until their time. And these were things that were the real, these things were the real beginning of what we know of the works of God. So we're going to look at a few scriptures now, just, and this is probably much we're going to be doing. Let's turn over to the book of Revelation. Hope you got your Bibles. You should have your Bibles. Don't take my word for it. You want to get in here and get it in the word of God in your own eyes and in your own spirit for yourself. And keep in mind that this is the flow that began in heaven. This is that flow that the father wanted to go into his creation, earth. He was extending his kingdom here and his flow's coming, but it came before the foundations of the earth. Yes. Amen. And I think the more you get, more you get into these verses and the more you get into dwelling on this, you'll see how much, how much it is. It really, it does. That's exactly the way it happened. And, and it's not just like God clicked his finger and everything was all of a sudden. No, he went, everything's in stages and whatever he needed to do for us, for men, he did. It was yeah. all done beforehand. Yeah. Here we are in Revelation chapter three. Let's look at verse 14. Revelation chapter 3, verse 14. Okay, and I have written, I'm in the wrong chapter. What are you doing? Okay, there we go. (laughs) Here, Revelation 3 and 14. And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea, he wrote these things, says the amen, the faithful and true witness. Notice this, the beginning of the creation of God. So Jesus called himself the beginning of the creation of God. He was. He was the first thing in this beginning in the, in the spirit realm to happen. He came out of the Father. The Father gave him life, and he said this is where he became his only begotten son. So that was the first thing, because that's what he says, the beginning of the creation of God. He was the beginning of all of it, because he was the one that was going to actually do a lot of the part out of the speaking. And he was the one that was going to come down to redeem men. That was all planned before the world began. John chapter 17. And I mean, we're going to skip around here a little bit. Is that all right? That'll work. That'll work. John chapter 17 and verse five. And now, O father, glorify you glorify you with me with thine own self with the glory which i had with you before the world was so jesus was glorified before the world was when he came to earth he left all of that glory that he had as the only begotten son of god john chapter 1 and this is a or yeah this is a pretty familiar scripture john chapter 1 and we're only going to read a couple of verses of this. Save the other ones till later. That'll work. John chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, 
So where does this start? In the beginning. The beginning that we've just seen where he was, he came out of the Father. In the beginning was the Word. So when the beginning was, for everything else started, he already was. And then now this is speaking of the spirit realm. This is just, all the spirit realm. This is all we're talking right. about, spirit realm here. Yeah. This is all happening in the spirit realm. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So when all the beginning started, he was right there by his Father in the, in the spirit realm. Ephesians chapter 3. You've got to get your Bible turning techniques going here. So, And verse 14, Ephesians 3, 14. For this cause, where am I at? For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we once again verifies that, that God was His Father. He was came. He came out of His Father, and His time in that spirit realm was to aid Him in getting things ready. And of course, we know other things that He was going to do in that, but we're not going to cover those right now. So let's go now to First uh, Corinthians chapter one. And these scriptures are just to solidify some of the things that uh, what the Spirit was showing me when I was going through and reading these things because they began to make a lot more sense to me than just going through and read when you can sit there and look and say, well, this happened here, this happened there. Well, yeah, you can picture yourself hap this happening and this manifesting. So we're, here we are in 1 Corinthians, or did I say chapter 1 and chapter verse 23. One. But we preach Christ Jesus crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto them the Gentiles foolishness. That is not the verse I wanted. Sorry. Apparently I have written one down. Well, let's go on to the next one. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 9. It's always good. I like going to the scriptures and reading them and seeing how they fit into the words of God and how they fit into our plans and how they fit into eternity and how, to they, how they fit into the plans and purposes of God in the earth. So here in Ephesians, or I say Ephesians. Ephesians 3.9. Ephesians 3.9. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things in Jesus Christ. Mm. He hid, all those things were hidden from us because they were mysteries. And he was not just hidden from us, but of course he knew that the devil, what was going to happen there, and it was all hidden from him. So God was doing all these things, and he hid them away so that no evil could ever find it and would be able to manifest all these things toward us. So he talks about these things have been hidden in God who created all things by Christ Jesus. So created all things. That means when the heaven and the earth were created, who was involved in that? Jesus was. Right. He was involved in the doing of that. He did it, in fact. Colossians chapter 1.
And let's look at verse 3. We give thanks to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. So once again, he's, he, well, he came here in the Spirit through the Apostle Paul, verified that Jesus was the Son of God, that he was the Son of God and came to the earth. Uh, Psalm 119. Folks, if, if you haven't realized that one of the main things that's coming out of this is it's a flow from the Father. Yes. You know, and, and that is the relationship that we are looking to have. We want to have a relationship with Jesus, but even Jesus pointed to the Father. We want to have that relationship from the Father. Everything comes from him. Yes, it does, everything. Yeah. Like Jesus knew that, and he became the actual flow to us from heaven for our redemption. Yeah. And so that's, well, it's amazing. You know, in the natural, there's, there's people out here that in the natural, they have not had a good representation of a father. Right. If they've even had one at all. And, and so many times people will look to the media and stuff or to other situations to look for that father figure but you're not getting an accurate picture of what the father should be until you look into his word. And from the very beginning, he started pouring out himself for you. Yes, he did. Amen. And that's what we're here to do. Just uh, spread the word of the good news. Whoever wants to hear it because yeah. it's available to all men. And you were going to Psalm 119, Psalm 119 before I interrupted. No, go ahead. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's real good. He says, your word is true from the beginning, and every one of your righteous ordinances endure forever. So he was true from the very beginning. And we're talking about things that are going on. Don't, this is what we have to almost constantly remind ourselves. These are things that are going on, a lot of these, in the time between when the beginning started and before that the heavens and the earth were created. So let's go now to uh, John Chapter 1. We're going to see some things now particularly about the Lord Jesus. John chapter 1. We were there just there, and we read the first two verses. I'll read those again. In the beginning, John 1.1, 1, 1, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning with God. So we still realize that he was there when all of this thing of the plan of God was in the move and in the works. He was there side by side with his Father, with him. And, of course, we know that the time was going to come when the Father would say, I'm going to offer you as a sacrifice, that he agreed to take our sin. And he, that happened before the world began. So before there was ever uh, an earth, before there was ever a man, before there was ever the Lucifer the devil, before there was ever a sin, he accepted to do that to the Father. He agreed to do that. And here in verse 3 of chapter 1, all things, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. In him was the life. The life that we received, that God gave him, that he came to give to us, allowed us to have life. Yes. 
In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness overcame it not. Praise God. Hallelujah. And since we're here in John, let's go to John 3.16. Everybody knows this without even looking. And God, for God so loved the world, he hadn't yet created the world. He hadn't yet created any man. But because he knew what was going to happen, he looked off into the future because it's all, it was all in him anyway. It's all coming out from him and from heaven. And he knew what was going to have to take place. Jesus knew what was going to have to take place. He said he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life that you were intended to have, that you were intended to walk in. That's where we were intended to be, everlasting life. We were never intended to walk in death or have death or be touched by death at all. You know, that, 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 that is a verse that you can make very personal. Yes. And, and one of the things that I do when I look at this, for God so loved, I replace the word God there with Father. And I'll say, yes. For the Father so loved me. You know, if you're watching this right now, for the Father so loved Sally or George, whatever your name is, put your name in there. He loves you that much. He poured himself out through Jesus for you. Go ahead. He is love. Yes. <laughs> he is love. And to realize that he did what he did for us after us messing it up and doing all that and disobedience and all that, and him still sending Jesus to come and, and give himself for us, that is an amazing thing. Yeah. And it's something which I don't, I don't know, it's hard to comprehend now. I don't know if we'll really ever be able to comprehend the fullness of that. No, no. I, I, you know, and I think one example of that is the angels flying around the throne, and they're going, holy, holy. <laughs> they're seeing a portion yes. of the eternal God that oh, yeah. they have never seen, and they've yes. been flying around him for a few years. Yes, hallelujah. You know? Yes, praise God. And it's good to know, too, that Jesus is back to where he started. Yeah. The throne. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, we, and then he brought us with him. Yeah. We're seated there right with him. Yeah. Amen. Where am I at here? Revelation 13. Just have a few more, and then uh, we'll pass this on. Revelation 13 and verse 8. It's interesting to me that I, there, were, there were some more than just one scripture in the book of Revelation that talks about this. So let's read verse 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the Lamb's, not written in the Lamb's book of life, slain from the foundation of the world. If that happened, that it was written in the book of Revelation about these things because talking about the, the land that was slain from the foundation. And here we are coming to the book of Revelation, which is, going, is talking about the ending of this age. Right. So it covers the whole thing. It doesn't yeah. leave anything out. And then, uh, let's see, Revelation, um, that was 13. Let's look Revelation 5, 9. And I, and I say I didn't realize there were that many scriptures in here that talked about this. Five nine, and they sang a new song, saying, "You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, 
and have, and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of the very kindling and, out of the very kindred and tongue and people and nation. I couldn't read my writing there. So he said, he was already, he said, well, you have redeemed us out of this. You have redeemed us and bought us out of this. And then also in the same chapter here, verse 12, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. 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 And then let's go to where, since we're here in Revelation, let's go to chapter 21. And verse 6. And he said unto me, this is Jesus speaking, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the waters of life freely. So his father appointed him, and he was the Alpha, the Omega. He was the beginning, and he was the ending. Are we running out of time? No, no. Okay. No, no. My phone had just shut off, so I'm going to keep tabs on it. And one more from Revelation, verse 20, chapter 22 and verse 13. I did that yesterday. I am Alpha and Omega, Jesus speaking here, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Hallelujah. So when everything went bad and the Father knew that things were going to go bad because he foresaw this, Jesus was already prepared to go, to give his life, to be raised from the dead, to be seated at the right hand of the Father, to do away with sin, to bring life once again, eternal to men, before there was ever the first molecule of the, what the natural realm is. He did that all for us. Amen. He knew what was coming. He looked at it. He looked forward, and he said, I'm going to do this, and he did it. And we just, what can you do but give him thanks all the time for yeah. that? Yeah, and we get to be seated in heavenly places with him. We are, yes. <laughs> Praise God. I think I got... Um, just a couple more scriptures, and then I'll be done. Second Timothy. Hallelujah. Folks, I hope you are enjoying this and getting a lot out of it. Um, I know Terry has given us an abbreviated segment <laughs> of the study, but... It, it, that's where you get into the word and do it yourself. Go in and look at these things that are going on. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, there is a lot more to it, more you know, things that were done, which I just didn't have time to get to. So, yeah, you pick them up and you know, take it off from there. Okay, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6. Wherefore I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God which is in you by the putting on of my hands. So we have received a gift from him, and we are to, to put in remembrance to take these things to ourselves. For then verse 7, let's go there. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's what Jesus came to do. And one more verse or scripture, and then we'll be done. 
Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1. If I can remember this. Now, just to let you know, this, just, this is going to kind of lead you, lead into another part of this, which we didn't have time to get into. But at the same time, when all these things were going on, Jesus had given himself to the Father to come and do this. He, we, he began to deal concerning us. We were on his mind, of course, always. And the reason why all this was done, actually the reason even from the beginning when for Jesus came out of the Father, became his only begotten son, we were on the mind of God. Because everything that went on from the very beginning unto that time when it first started to manifest, everything had to deal with us. It was all about us. It was all about who we were going to be, how we were going to live, how he was going to redeem us because man was going to sin, what, our, what eternal plan he has for us. And that's what this verse says here in verse 4 of uh, Ephesians 1. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. You were choose, chosen before the foundation of the world. You were given a name. You were given a plan. You were given a purpose in life, and it's an eternal one. Yeah. Yeah. Before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you know, it, that, it, that is just a tremendous message to grab a hold of that he foresaw yes. before the foundations of the world, you. He saw you out there and he wanted you to be a part of his kingdom. So how do you do that? He sent Jesus to die in your place. And that, that is the most remarkable, self-sacrificing thing that has ever been done for you. Yes. That you. represents the Father that loves you, mm -hmm. that's reaching out to you. You know, you can go through Psalms and you can, you can read what David has written and how he is, he's developed an intimacy with the Father. And in any situation David was in, and I mean, he was in a lot of them. He was in sinful situations. He was in dangerous situations. He was in situations where his life was in peril, but he still reached out to the Father and recognized what God was providing for him. And David didn't even know Jesus yet. <laughs> you know, and, and, and there is a flow that's coming from heaven. And in fact, that flow continues today because he left his Holy Spirit here to direct us, to guide us, yes. to lead us through his word, to give revelation to the Father and of the Father. He's bringing more revelation all the time. All the time, all you the time. You're not going to be able to keep up with it because you're just more and more and more. And every time you begin to read something you thought you knew, it's going to be another revelation there. Yeah, it's yeah. It's going to keep coming. It's, it's, it's like those... Um, taking those blind men and putting them on four sides of an elephant and saying, describe an elephant, you know, and one, one talks about a trunk, one talks yeah. about its ears, one talks about its feet, one talks about its girth around its side. Well, they're all seeing something different, but it was still an elephant. 
Yes. And that those revelations continue to come into our lives. And what's really exciting is when we depart from this earth and we, we leave this physical realm to go live in the spiritual realm again, we're still going to be learning those Absolutely. revelations. Yes. Amen. You know, hallelujah, yes. hallelujah. So time time in the, uh, as far as the earth goes and before Jesus comes back, it's, it's time for us to really begin to seek and learn how to walk in the spirit and learn yeah. how to, to use the word, learn, learn what all the things that God has given us before the world began and to operate in those things and to let those things flow through us that he's flowing down. And too many times we're cutting these things off that he's trying to get through us. Right, right. So we just, there's, a, there's a lot of interruptions in this world <laughs> and we want to set them aside yes. so that we can seek after the father. Yes. Hey, I want to thank you for being here with us today. Um, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can reach us at 870-741-9099. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start some music here and we're going to be headed out. We thank you for being here today. You can contact us at hello at gracecitychurch.tv. And like I said, you can call us at 870-741-9099. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any prayer requests, just turn them in and we will pray with you. God bless you. Have a tremendous day.